Welcome back to Presence and Purpose, a show all about helping you build an authentic online presence and live out your God-given purpose. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Arndt. I built my brand strategy business back in the beginning of 2018 and quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. Now I help Christian coaches and service providers do the same. I'm here to help you attract the right clients and build a thriving online community with tangible tips, behind-the-scenes stories from women just like you, and lessons learned on all things branding, finding your people, sharing your message, and so much more. friends, let's be real, okay? Motherhood can feel like a hot mess express some days or most days. And when you throw a business in the mix, um, it can be a real challenge to be present and get all the things you need to do done. But today's guest, Chelsea Joe, says that motherhood and organization can coexist and she makes it sound really simple. And you guys, it can be really simple. You are totally going to love today's episode. In this episode, she is sharing why you need to become the CEO of your motherhood before you try to organize your business, how to structure your day with time blocking so that everything gets done without stress, how you can easily, easily, you guys, carve out 15 to 20 hours of time for your business no matter how old your kids are, okay? You're gonna wanna grab a pen and paper because trust me, you will want to take notes because it is time to organize your motherhood and your business. All right, here it is. Hey guys, today I am sitting down and chatting with Chelsea Joe. Chelsea, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to chat with all your mamas. Thank you yes. for having me. Yeah. Um, I am really excited to talk to you about just workflows and organization. Um, I have to, first of all, say how much like I admire you and your, um, I mean, just, just your mission and like you in terms of like how, um, you are so much more organized than I am. And that's like what I aspire to be, which is why I'm so, so excited to talk to you, um, about this because, um, like we were chatting about a little bit before we hit record, um, you know, being a mom, being a business owner, living in our current circumstances where our kids are most likely around more than they usually are. Um, it's a lot to manage and just trying to get everything that we need to be done and still being present with our families um, can be tricky. And so I am super excited to hear what you have to say about all of this. Um, but before we dive into that, I would love to hear just a little bit about like a, like a brief version of like how you got started in business. Like, how did you get here? Yeah. Okay. So let me try and keep it brief. <laughs> uh, how I got here was I started an event-based business out of necessity when I was in a super negative relationship uh, many years ago, and I needed something to give me a sense of worth and purpose. Mm. So I started this business, and then I got pregnant, and then I had a baby, and then I moved out, and then I was a single mom, <laughs> and I was running this event 
based business, I did event design and floral design predominantly for weddings. And I absolutely loved it, but I was also managing motherhood and being a single wife and repairing a lot of brokenness inside of myself and in my life just in general at the time. And also I was, and, and still am a professional sign language interpreter. I've, I went to college mm. for that. I did that forever. Uh, I've been doing it for f- 16 years now. Wow. And so I am able to make my own schedule and because of COVID, I am doing that from home predominantly now as well. But so I was in this place where I was like, Oh goodness, I'm juggling all these things. And then I fell in love and then I got married and here I am with all these things and a new marriage. And then we had another baby and the reality of my role was wife, mom, business owner, Mm -hmm. uh, and financial provider. My husband moved from out of state and had to take a huge pay cut to create a life with us here. And so we just had a lot of pressures and I um, had a lot of people asking me, how are you doing it? And I'm like, well, I'm doing this, 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 and this. And it got to the point where I was coaching other people how to do all the things in air quotes well, uh, which led me to this company. <laughs> that's, yeah. the sh- that's the short of it. So I got out of the event-based business. I still have a couple left on the books, um, but it was, it was overwhelming and it took me out of the house more than I wanted to be. I wanted to work from home and I knew that I had a huge calling to truly change the culture of motherhood. And so I am am doing this. I'm hosting a podcast and I have ChelseaJoe.co and it's amazing. It's so fun. Yeah. I love, I always love to ask people like, you know, to hear their journey because I just love to see like how it's, you know, this crazy, like I was here and then I was here and then I ended up here. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. it's just so helpful for, you know, the listeners to hear too, because I remember very much feeling when I was trying to start my business and, you know, trying to figure out what I even wanted to do and just trying to like, look at all these, like what seemed like random tidbits of like, I don't know, I have this degree and I did this job. And like, they seemed like so unrelated, but to just like, look like 2020 hindsight and be like, Oh, like, actually I can see how, how, um, you know, it was kind of all connected. Um, and I also love how you specifically said that, like, your roles are like wife, mother, business owner, Mm -hmm. um, and really like hearing for you how it's been a shift of, you know, phasing out the event planning because it just, it, it doesn't help you live like aligned with your priorities. Um, and yeah, I mean, I am totally not a um, naturally organized person, so I would totally be one of those people that that would be like, um, how are you like managing all these things? Um, So maybe let's get into that a little bit. I mean, do you you feel like you've always just kind of been that kind of person who like naturally sees systems or like you just see like logical ways to like, well, let's just organize this and let's do this? Yeah. I mean, I always tell people that my brain sees everything in a puzzle. I try. Well, I don't even try. I I can't not do it. It's Mm -hmm. probably my husband's least favorite thing about me. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that how it goes with our strengths and weaknesses when we get paired up with our partners, right? It's like, and I have to be, you know, no matter who you're living with roommates or what it, what it might be, it's like, you know, 
I have to be really careful to make sure that my strengths aren't overbearing. But yeah, I definitely see the dishwasher as a puzzle and I'm like, look at all this empty space. We're wasting space. (laughs) And when, and like in one of my very first podcast episodes where I talk about why this is my calling and why I'm doing what I'm doing, I talk about how when I I love to go to Trader Joe's because they very much support you bagging your own groceries. And it is like my life mission to have no dead air space in a grocery bag. So it's like this Tetris game where I'm moving everything around and putting it in the bag until it makes me feel so good inside. And I just laugh at myself when I do it. And I do it with everything. I do it with time. I do it with tasks. I do it with uh, folding clothes and putting them away. I, I love to organize things that are tangible. I just like love it a lot. I love that you love it because there's people like me who don't. And I'm like, help me. Cause like, oh, I totally, and I've, I know I've said this on my show before, but I totally resist any sort of like schedule organization system. Like I'm like, uh, 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 like it's just, it's too rigid. Like I want to go with the flow, but then once I do it, I'm like, oh, why didn't I do this sooner? This is nice. Mm. Like (laughs) that's what everyone tells me that ends up working with me or just gets over themselves for a hot minute and tries it. They're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? I'm like, I don't know. Cause somebody gave being type A and super organized and the one on the Enneagram, a bad rap and said that there's no freedom and it's too structured and it's actually quite the opposite. Now, everyone has, has their downslide and their personality and I can become too rigid in times of stress. And if things aren't in perfect places and everything doesn't go perfectly according to plan, that's, that is where, um, I like to say the devil does his dirty work. And so I have to be very, very careful (laughs) to not become overstructured, right? But when I live in the sweet spot of what it is, it provides me so much more freedom than not having what I call a framework. So I say framework equals freedom. And that's how Mm -hmm. I try and help people that don't like the structure of a schedule to understand that it's just a framework. And that is what's going to give you the freedom you don't really have freedom in your life when you're just going with the flow Mm -hmm. because you don't have, there's, there's really, you have zero control over what you're doing. You're just always constantly trying to play catch up. You're just doing this whack-a-mole thing where you're just taking what comes at you and that's cool. But when you have goals, you have to have a plan in place. So. Right. Right. Well, and that, I mean, like, so I'm a nine and that's totally like, me, when I am unhealthy, I go to the opposite extreme of like, just totally like me curled up in fetal position. Like, it's fine. I'm just going with the flow and life is living me, but I'm peaceful and it's fine. Like that meme where it's like, there's like fire, like all around and they're like, I'm fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Like that, like that's what I go to. Um, so it's so interesting. Cause yeah, it just depends like, you know, from person to person kind of, um, And I think, you know, like just talking about how we can kind of, um, you know, regardless of what, what end of the spectrum we kind of go to, um, just this whole idea of, like you said, you get a lot of people, um, having that reaction of like, they resist the organization or they just don't have these systems, these frameworks set up. And then when they finally do, they realize like, oh, like once you get past the resistance and finally get it in place or finally get the help you need to set it up, um, it is so freeing. Like I love that you say frameworks are free. 
freedom. Um, and I think, I think at least from personal experience, like, you know, being a mom, like we just, we have so much going on. And I think, again, I'll just speak from my personal experience. When I think of, um, like, you know, you hear time blocking a lot. Um, I remember for the longest time, I did not time block anything because I was like, I don't have hours and hours of uninterrupted time to do this stuff. Like to me, it just, it, it felt like motherhood and organization, like could not coexist (laughs) is basically what it felt like. And then to throw a business in there, it was like, yeah, no, like, (laughs) um, and I think a lot of women feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would love to hear what you have to say about like, like if you're in that space, like how can you even get started? Like, you know, we kind of mentioned workflows a couple of times, like how can you even get started to set up something like that so that you're not just like playing whack-a-mole, like you said, and just mm-hmm. life is like just making things happen and you're just kind of like reacting instead of really being intentional about it. I think everyone does think that organization and motherhood cannot coexist and that running a business on top of it is not even possible um, to the point where that is why this is my mission. That is, mm-hmm. that is truly what it means for me to change the culture of motherhood. I'm, I, I want to be living proof that that is not the case. And yeah. I, um, to that point, but a little off topic, but to the point, I remember they did this incredible, uh, sermon in my church a while back, right before I was starting this business. Mm. And I was taking it very seriously on whether or not I should do this. Is this the right time in my life? And I sat on it for a while and it was all about just like the role of motherhood. And I was like, Oh, what am I going to say? (laughs) And I remember them being very clear about what the church's view, that specific church, what their view was on how things should be prioritized and them saying, and then once you get through these things, then of course, go out of the house, contribute to your family, have a job, work, do all these things. And I remember so many women shaking their head now, like it was impossible. And I was like on fire in the back row, wanting to just be like, what's wrong with you? I am doing it. I am like living proof that this is possible, people. It's called time blocking, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like that's all I could think about was... Like if you get organized, so much more is possible because you start squeezing out. Like if you think about wringing out a rag, you start getting rid of all the fluff and you get super efficient. You get rid of all the things that don't matter. And for some of us, we get really, really driven and passionate about this thing that we want to do. And we are on a mission to do it. But we just don't know how to do it right. You don't know how to go about doing all of those things. And so that is what I'm trying to teach is start in your motherhood. So this is where you're going to want to get your pen and your paper out and take a note right now because I always teach to start in your motherhood because you can't start with a workflow in your business if your motherhood is a mess. You just, Mm -hmm. you can't because your kids, A, are more important and B, they're going to tell you they're more important. They're going to demand your attention. And so is your house. If you can't keep up on your house, it's going to be a nightmare. And those things 
are going to keep you from, it's just going to be a mess. And if you're living in that right now, you know, it's a mess. And so the first thing you need to do is you need to get your motherhood under control. And what that looks like is being the boss or the CEO of your motherhood. I talk about this all the time and you have to know how to manage your time and your tasks in your home. That includes your children that includes caring for your home. And once you get all of that squared away, then that's when you can move into your business. But what that really looks like is setting up and establishing blocks of time for all of your responsibility buckets. So your responsibility buckets are the major things that you bear the burden of on your own. That doesn't mean that you don't ask your husband or your family or whoever that is for help. It just means that you are the one that at the end of the day, you're responsible for feeding all of the children or cleaning the house or making the phone calls or getting kids to and fro to wherever they need to go. Whatever your major responsibility buckets are, those need to have a block of time every single day. You need to know where they live. And then that's when you can begin to carve out time for your business that is uninterrupted. I know that that seems crazy to a lot of people, but I definitely teach it. And I show very, very quickly how easy it is to carve out 10, 15 and 20 hours in your week. If your kids, it doesn't even matter how old your kids are. I'll just say that right now because I have a plan in place for every person, no matter how old their kids are. I've done it through, through two kids, through every phase of their life. I've done it through two pregnancies, two infancies, I've done it through major, major turmoil and stress. I've done it through major highs of getting married and falling in love. I've done it through all of it. And there's definitely time to carve out for your business. Um, It just comes down to how diligent and creative and committed do you want to be to setting it up in the first place? Mm -hmm. So you had said that and I, I totally agree with this, that of course, like family and our kids are more important. And it's funny because my daughter will literally tell me that. Like, I'll be like, Ella, I just need to finish this. And she'll be like, mom, I'm more important than your business. Because <laughs> like, I say that I'll tell her like, Ella, of course, you're more important. So she'll tell me that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Um, and I love, I love the approach of starting with motherhood because yes, I think again, when I feel like things are just like hot mess express over here, it is because like the house is a mess and like, you know, my daughter is wanting my attention and like these things are not, um, these, these things need to be my priority. Right. And like, you know, I'm not, um, stewarding them as well as I want to. And then it's like, well, of course, like I I can't really focus on my business. I can't get that time. And honestly, that's not the most important thing in that moment anyways. Um, So I love that you said like, that's where to start is really looking at um, looking at your motherhood and assigning buckets of time, which I'm totally going to go to (laughs) because again, that's not me. Um, But I love that idea um, of really like assigning time so that it just, it gets done. Right. And like, you don't really have to think about it. Um, yeah, I love that so much. Um, and also what you said about like, no matter the age of your kids, like it is easy to carve out time. How do you go about that? I would love to hear. Yeah. So what I do, I have a 
um, a roadmap that kind of teaches you how to get started. It's a free download okay. uh, that you can use and that your audience can use for sure yeah. to kind of help you get started with creating time blocks. Um, I, I mean, I had to start with myself and in every season, sometimes my time blocks change. So every season, your time blocks will change. Let's just say that. And mine will too, because when your kids go to school or when major pandemic happens and they don't go to school, like things change. Right. And that is the only thing that we know to expect. And that's why a framework is amazing because, um, you can fill in whatever you need to fill in within a framework. So I always teach a five block system. We'll just start with that. Um, in motherhood. And so three out of five of those blocks are uninterrupted time, which is pretty crazy. Um, And these blocks don't always follow the exact same timestamps, depending Mm -hmm. on what season of life you're in, depending on how old your kids are, depending on whether or not you're homeschooling them or they're in school, etc. But it And some people have four blocks and some people have six. I've worked with a lot of moms with a lot of different kinds of crazy schedules, but for starters, I always say a five block system. So it is your, your own personal AM routine block. And then you, your, or your morning routine block. And then you go into an AM block, which is where you have your kids around and you're not doing any work. Mm -hmm. Then you go into a midday block, which is where your kids are not around (laughs) and maybe they are, but it's little by little, but that is another work block. Then you have your PM block where you're totally focused on your kids and your home and your family. And then you have your nighttime routine block, which doesn't have kids in it either. And so a lot of people are like, how in the world do you make that happen? Uh, a lot of communication, Um, I'm a big, huge advocate for love and logic. My kids have extremely firm, loving boundaries in our home. My kids know what's to expect from me and I know what's to expect from them. It is a very mutual relationship where they can count on me and I can count on them. And that starts from a very young age. My kids, my three-year-old understands and knows if you want this from mom during the AM block then and during the PM block, you want, you want eye contact. They don't, a three-year-old doesn't tell you that, but you know they need it based right. on how they respond to you and based on how well they interact with you, based on their demeanor. They're not fussy. They're not crying. They're not pulling on your pant leg. And your teenagers, your older kids, they're going to give you the respect whenever you give it to them. And these are things that are very, very well communicated in my home. And my eight-year-old totally understands the boundaries. um, And I understand what I need to do for her too. And so when I feel like, oh, maybe I can just squeeze in some time on my laptop, but she was really looking forward to sitting down and doing a slime project with me, scratch my eyeballs. I don't want to do slime projects anymore. It doesn't matter because she doesn't want to really give me the time and space to sit and do my work either. And it's just a mutual understanding and a respect that She's a whole human being, even at three and eight years old. And I want them to grow up and learn to do that with their children too. And so I give it to them as best as I can. I'm not perfect at it by any means, but I give that to them as often as I can. And my work hours fall outside of when I'm not with my kiddos. And for a long time, that looks like me waking up really early in the morning and only working during nap time. We don't really have nap time anymore. So now I work when they're at school or I work when they're on independent play. Mm-hmm. And for a three-year-old, independent play doesn't look like a whole lot of time, but she's in preschool now. And there's days when she's home, like it's just vice versa. 
um, depending on what day we're in. And that's how I work it. I sit down and I write it out on a piece of paper. I went through a roadmap myself. That's how I knew how to create that for you. And um, it, it works. It works really, really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know my daughter, like, very much the same thing in terms of like, you know, I, I actually just recently kind of shifted our routine to where it's funny hearing you say like that, that, um, five step like framework for like your day. Like we just kind of shifted to that recently. So I'm really excited to actually go through that, but that's what we started doing because it's like, I have my quiet time, but then we have the morning together And I notice a huge difference with my daughter when I have had just quality time with her. And it's, it's time where she gets to call the shots Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, do you want me to read the story to you? Should we go, you know, play camp outside? I don't know. Like she just, she gets so excited. Um, And it's those things that, I mean, like the slime projects, like a lot of times I'm like, okay, but I would rather just like do this thing, but I'm like, but this is important to her. Mm -hmm. And I see a such a huge difference when then it's like, she gets her bucket filled and we get to do that thing. That's really special to her and important to her. And then she's content to listen to an audiobook or watch a show while I get some work done. And it's not like, she's like, you know, like you said, like tugging on the pant legs, like just like vying for your attention. It's totally mm-hmm. different. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's so important to me. And I think um, I just know for me, like the reason why I shifted that was just because I realized like, I mean, we all want our priorities to be like God family business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I should just literally structure my day so that it's like first, (laughs) I mean, I have coffee, then God, (laughs) then, then family time, like time with my daughter and then business. So it's like right off the bat, like I've already set those, those priorities. And it's just a, it's a great, like literal reminder for me of Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to have my time with God, even if it's five minutes, you know, some days it's longer than others. And then I'm going to play with my daughter and then I'm going to do my business because I need to constantly remind myself that like, those are my priorities. And I truly want to, um, truly want to live that out and show my daughter too. Like you said, it's like setting that example is so important. Yeah. And then what ends up happening, right? This is, this is, that first step that I say, and then I teach everybody to go through and then they get that down pat and they're like, okay, well now I'm sitting down in my work hours and I'm lost. I'm wasting time. I'm overwhelmed. I'm scrolling social media. I'm comparing all the time. I feel overwhelmed. I don't know how to reach this goal in my business. I have so much to do, yada, yada, yada. Well, that's why I created the whole other system that I teach and, and systemize your biz, which is the training that you um, were able to go through. And the course that I have that teaches how to structure your time and your tasks in your business. Mm -hmm. So that way you don't have to feel like I can't sit and play with you right now, or I can't do the dishes or I can't do the laundry or I can't show up at a dinner for my family members or whatever that looks like, because you're constantly thinking about how much work you have to get done. That doesn't have to be the case. You really can, especially for online business owners, you can create so much impact in 15 to 20 hours a week. I don't know why you would ever need any more than that, to be honest. If you're, I just, I don't know why. 
if you're going out of the house and you're doing events or you're doing a service for someone outside of the house, add another 10 hours a week on that or so. And that's totally, totally manageable, right? But that is what I ended up teaching. And so I have a, a five-step system that allows people to understand how to manage their time and tasks in their business. And it's it, what it what it is in a nutshell is a workflow. You sit down to your work hours, you open up your workflow, which is either in a spreadsheet, like a fancy spreadsheet. <laughs> it's not that fancy at all. Or you use a task management software like Trello, or I use meistertask.com, monday.com, Asana. All of those are this, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you sit down, you've, you've blocked out, right? You know when your work hours out are now. So say your work hour is from 12 to 2. Do you know how much work you can get done in two hours when you have a list that says do this, then this, then this, then this? And you don't have to worry about anything else because you know when you sit down to work tomorrow and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that everything that you could possibly need to get done in a week already lives in a specific time and space. And you've pre-mapped this out and it's all sitting there and you don't have to think about it anymore at all. You literally don't have to think about your work except for when you're supposed to show up to work. That's it. It's the most freeing feeling in the whole world. It's amazing. (laughs) Yes, it is totally. And yeah, I got to go through your training. Um, That's a part of your course and like seriously game changer. Like I was like, what was I even doing before this? (laughs) It's like you sit down like, and, and it would be frustrating too. It's like, if you sit down and you're like, okay, now I have time to work. And then you're like, are sitting there trying to figure out what to work on. And you end up like, updating your graphics or something, you know, that's like totally not like what, like, is it something that could be done at some point that needs to be done? Yeah. But like, is it as important as following up with someone who wanted to work with you or showing up live for your community or, you know, scheduling pins out on Pinterest, like things that are really going to like move the needle forward in your business. And that's where, that's where I found myself stuck a lot was like doing these like random tasks. It's like, yeah, I can find things to fill up my time, but was it the thing that I really needed to get done? No. Um, because I procrastinate those things. But when I have a workflow that it's like right there staring me down, it's like, I just, I sit down and I do it and I get it over with. Um, and it totally is the most freeing thing ever to be able to like not have to think about it um, and know that it's on the list and it'll get done at some point during the week. Um, it's totally freeing. So if you wanted women to really, really like remember one thing from this conversation or just with this whole idea of like managing your time better, you know, this, um, this balance of, you know, organization and motherhood and business, um, what would that be? Well, it truly is what I want everyone to know when they come into my community or they hear about my community. And it's that you are allowed to have gifts and talents outside of your home, outside of your duties as a wife and a mom and a housekeeper And you don't have to feel like there will be a time and there will be a season when that will become easy. Because the reality is, is that you're always going to be a wife and a mom, and those are always going to be your responsibilities. And with a a specific set of tools 
And if you can learn these tools that I'm teaching you, you can start that journey right now. There's no reason to wait. And you see, I grew up watching my mother do her entire life for her children and for her husband. And I knew it wasn't enough for her. Mm -hmm. And that burdened me as her child. And I don't want to do that to my children. And I would never want anyone to ever walk away from their experience with me thinking that there isn't a possibility for them to flourish in whatever they were called to do. I'm very clear about my priorities and I'm very clear about who and what gets my time first, but that never ever stops me from saying, but what about me? What about who I am? And that is very, very important because all those people and all those things that you are called to serve, you'll never serve well if you're not whole and you're not overflowing. If you're not serving them from a cup that is overflowing, they're never truly going to be filled up in the manner that they should be when you're caring for them. That is what I try and teach inside of everything. Anytime I sit down and I talk to a mom and I'm teaching them the basics, that's what I want them to understand that serving everything and everyone 24 seven all the time has to come from a place of you being so filled with joy and just an overwhelming sense of gratitude and peace and excitement and enthusiasm for the life that you're living so that those people are nourished well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen to that. And like, obviously, you know, like you said, like waiting till, you know, we have time or waiting till, um, our kids are older or like, you know, all the, all the excuses or the, the, I don't want to say excuses, but all the reasons that women give, um, you know, those things are always going to be more important. And like you said, that's always going to be a part of our life. And I think, um, I feel like that's one reason why it's so important to be really careful about like who you are listening to, like in the online space, like who are you letting influence you? What voices are you listening to? Because, um, not everyone preaches those priorities and it's really easy to listen to people who um, maybe don't have those same responsibilities, don't have those same values, whatever it is, and feel like it's, you know, it's not compatible like we were talking about. Um, but, you know, the sooner you start building your business and really everyone should do this from the beginning, but I know I didn't. Um, the sooner you can start building your business in a way that um, really like works around your life instead of like takes over your life, like that's mm -hmm. what's going to really be sustainable. Um, and so I, I, I view that as one of like the silver linings of like, yes, you might have young kids. Yes, you might feel like there's a lot on your plate and God's like keeps nudging you to do this thing. And you're like, I don't have the time right now. But like the beauty of that is that, okay you know, it's a matter of, you know, going through your systems, carving out those little spaces where you can over the week, it's actually a lot more time than you realize. And the beauty of that is that then you're starting from a place of it's, it's around your life and you still get to live your life and, and really like live in alignment with those priorities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea. Um, 
where can people connect with you online if they want to get more of Chelsea Joe? <laughs> yeah, I you can find me pretty much everywhere at chelseajoe.co. The name of my podcast is Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe. And I also have an incredible Facebook group that I treat a lot like a membership community. I'm, I'm in there a lot and it's uh, Systemize Your Life on Facebook. It's definitely a place where if you're serious about getting systems in your life and you, you, you like what you heard and you want it to happen in your life, that's where we definitely are making it happen right now. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you've loved this episode, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. It means the world to me, but more importantly, it helps more women find and benefit from this show. And if you're not already plugged into the Presence and Purpose Facebook group, come join us. I want you to get plugged into the community and get the support you need because we're not meant to do this whole business thing alone. Until next time, 